and welcome to Nolo Time, episode 69. My name is Ovid Bless, and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. Yo, 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 what's up, Nolo Time? Good to be with you here in another great episode, Obed. We've got a, a couple topics that I'm really got some strong opinions on, but uh, it's going to be a good one. Yep, Netflix, dude. It happened. It finally yep. happened. Um, but, Joel, what's up? Anything new? Um, before before we jump into the actual uh, news, which, uh, let's talk about what's up. But uh, uh, Do you want me to go first? I can go first. And then we yeah, can you go for it. Go for it, man. Yeah, please. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. please. Okay. Yeah, so I played RE4 because <laughs> I said that I was going to play RE4. You did? So I did. I did play RE4. Um, it's it's still it's still great. It's still one of the greatest games of all time. And um, so yeah, Resident Evil Four. It's it's funny because you have to every time I play this game, Joel. It it the same thing always happens, which is that I have to relearn that that game does not have a free moving camera. The camera is static behind, like an over the shoulder camera. You can right. look sideways uh, with you can move the camera like right to left and you know but not move it 360 not um, move it around your character re5 you could do that re6 of course you can more modern action games you, you definitely can do that um, but for original 4 that was not the case so I have to you know go back and teach myself I was like yeah I can't move so I need to if I want to move I need to actually move around with the left stick or stand and aim and then move so played that um that was good that was good i played uh i want to say two hours two three hours maybe um of re4 and um i did check out joel there was a free dlc for final fantasy 15 a uh that got released i want to say about a month ago and it was a, a crossover event or you know Basically, one of those marketing crossover events uh, with Terror Wars, which um, it's, uh, I think, called Terra Battle over here uh, in the in the West. And it's a mobile phone. It's a it's a mobile game basically uh, out for iPhones right now. Um, but apparently the game's doing really, really well in Japan. Um, of course, Japan are big into mobile gaming. So the. Uh, the game, the game is actually the Terror Wars is actually uh, created by Hironobu Sakaguchi, which is the creator of Final Fantasy. And of course, if you know Final Fantasy history and Square Enix history, Sakaguchi was uh, pretty much fired because he almost bankrupt uh, SquareSoft back then, and that's why um, they had to merge with um, Enix and. Uh, be able to survive and that's how uh, you know all these other series like Dragon Quest got incorporated into the family um, but I, I went ahead and pl- played that DLC Joel I wasn't expecting much and and I was uh, I'm glad that I didn't um, because uh, I I turned on this was very early Saturday morning this was like 7 30 in the morning on Saturday so I turned it on I was like oh I'm gonna check out the DLC today um so uh, I put it in, make sure that I had everything I need to, to trigger the event, go and do the event. It was very easy, very simple. Um, there's a, a character called Sarah from Terror Wars. Uh, I think she's pretty good. She's a pretty good character. Uh, actually matches like Noctis quite well. And, and, you know, voice acting is really, it's really good for, you know, uh, uh, uh for both characters. Uh, uh Ashley Birch, um, 
voiced um, Sarah on on this DLC, and it's it's about an hour long. I'm 45 minutes. It's not even that long, and it's it's easy. Um, it's it's super easy. Um, so it's not nothing too compelling. It's cool, you know, free. So you know, if you want to check it out, it's uh, one of those cross cross marketing things. Um, but I was like, all right, I'm, I checked out the DLC, so I'm gonna go and and play something else right now. No, man. I stayed with the Chuckle Bros. It's like I haven't, I haven't stayed with my Chuckle Bros. for a while, so I, so I just kept playing uh, Final Fantasy 15 for a few more hours. So, um, man, 168 hours on that game, Jill. It's the most hours I put on any game. Um, I think the one, the only one that comes close was probably Street Fighter 4. Um, I probably did around 150 on. Wow. But, but, dude. Um, yeah, I still love that game so much. It's crazy. It's like still holds up for me. I it's it's one of those games. I I, I don't get tired about, you know, talking about um Final Fantasy 15. That I'm mean, it's one of my favorite games ever, so. Fantastic. Yeah. But uh that's all I got. I I did have plans uh to rent Ant-Man to watch it. Um but I I was busy over the weekend, so I didn't get a chance. So hopefully next weekend I'll I'll be able nice. to take a look at that. Very nice, very nice. Recommend it for sure. It's a good one. Um, <clears throat> mine is just uh, quick here. I, I have gone through now seven episodes of Marvel's Daredevil Season 3. I've watched every single one of the Marvel Netflix shows leading up to here, so I was very excited, very anticipating for this because uh, Daredevil is my favorite uh, on the Netflix, of all the Netflix shows. He's the one it's who good. started it. It's, it's definitely Yeah, it's definitely the, the better one. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I love that with this, what I've seen so far, you know, they're not trying to repeat success. It's always a very innovative show. You know, even though, yes, in this new season, you're going back to familiar faces like um, the Kingpin coming back into the fold where in the season before, um, you know, it was more focused on the dynamic between him and Punisher. Um, you know, they're going back to a familiar face as, as a main villain, but the whole arc, the whole storyline, everything is just so much different. And um, I love that they don't waste time getting into anything. Um, you know, right away we knew from the end of uh, the the um, Defenders season, we knew right away that, you know, Sister Maggie was going to be in the beginning helping him to come back and pray him back to health, essentially, as he do- as she does in the comics. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a very beautiful um, modern portrayal of the Born Again storyline. Uh, you know, the, the acting is solid. Um, everybody's doing a great job um, without <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink, character by the name of Dex. Uh, wow. Um <laughs> the psychosis, the, the, the artistic take on showing his psychosis, um, showing where this guy is at and, and how he becomes who he becomes later on is just been amazing to watch. Uh, if you get to, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's episode five, I think. It's either five or four. I heard but, I heard there's one episode. Uh, yeah, it's either four or five. That's brutal. Four. and That's awesome. Dude, there is a prison sequence. <laughs> okay. Kind of like, kind of like, kind of like the Punisher sequence on 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 season two. Well, it's uh, the kind of like how you know how in each of the show, each of the the seasons, they always have um that the ho- one the one take or, sequence, where it's like yeah. the hallway sequence, where it's just one take. That's what you have in this sequence. 
but it is on steroids, dude. Like, it, it, I'm on the edge of my seat just having a blast. So when you see that, you'll know it when you see it. The, the prison sequence uh, is yeah. phenomenal. But so far, so good. Um, I know we'll get in some other Netflix stuff in a little bit, but uh, I'm very, very pleasantly uh, happy with what I've got so far. I look forward to finishing it. I'm about halfway through right now, but uh, it's, it's, it's solid. Yeah, yeah, I watched the first episode, and, and yeah, Sister Maggie's great. I thought she was fantastic, and uh, and I like where they're going with, like, um, they're uh, acknowledging everything that happened, and I'm glad that I actually went back and finished Defenders, because it starts right there uh, at the end of Defenders. Um, so I, I'm glad I did that, and yeah, that first episode was really good. So, I mean, Daredevil is, is again, my favorite of the Netflix series, um, and, and we'll talk about that in a second, like you said. Uh, something that I, we actually forgot to mention last week, but then uh, the very next day we got some more breaking news that um, that we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, but Joel, if you want to just jump jump right in into that, um, two shows, two of the Netflix shows uh, were victims of the Thanos la- uh, snap. Uh, so yeah, two Netflix shows are being erased, uh, at least for now. So Joel, what's up? Yeah. So I've got really, really strong feelings about this. Uh, so from last week, like Obed was alluding to, we got the news. Um, Netflix is no longer going to be continuing with Iron Fist and they were moving that off for the sake of another show that they were introducing another, um, I forget the name of the show, but it was, it was another, um, uh, Kung Fu kind of style show, I believe that they were actually were going to be bringing into to Netflix. They, they announced that last week, joint together. Um, instantly, the internet reacting. If you saw Iron Fist season two, you know how it ends. Re- the second season is so strong compared to the first season, and it ends on a really amazing note that you wanted to see a season three. We're in season one. You could care less if you got second season. You're like, all right, I got what I want, eh, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it left us really wanting another season, uh, at least in my opinion, and a few people that I, I know as well. So that news got people really, really riled up. Oh, my gosh, they cancel it. People putting out different reasons for what they think, rumors going around, the, the headlines saying canceled, canceled, Iron Fist canceled, Iron Fist canceled. And I'll get to that in a second. But then you have this uh, right, right shortly later on, the news break that Luke Cage is also no longer going to be on Netflix. And this is where now I started to feel much more secure in my theories. And um, some people I talked to, and I was like, man, I should have tweeted this out even from before then, but I tweeted it out afterwards. And anyway, just to have it on the record. But, uh, you know, it is a situation where I believe it makes too much sense for two pl- in a two plus two situation. Two plus two equaling four here, right? Like, you've got these news of canceled, even though I want to make it clear, if you understand the details of how these contracts were, they were not renewed. Therefore, leading to people to, to say the word canceled. It was not just like this was in – it wasn't like this was in the, the canon. This was contractually going to happen, and then they just cut it off the slate. Like this was hypoth- – were, we were dealing in hypotheticals or under the assumption, and in business that, that means nothing, right? So assumptions, you know, you have to understand anything can happen, right? And, and, and when you look at the, the full scale of what's going on, you also have to realize next year 
Disney's launching a little something that's going to be a rival of Netflix, their own streaming service. Timing's interesting for something not to be renewed that would have either come out next year or the year after for both of these shows. Why would Disney allow, or Marvel for that matter, allow these shows to be renewed on Netflix if they're going to have a platform of their own with probably a larger budget as well? Because if reports are, are true, Disney's putting significant money into both of their Marvel, Star Wars, and other properties as well. Yep. And... I hear this news, Obit, and I think people get a little too excited and a little too, um, oh my gosh, these shows are done, these shows are gone. And it's like, they're gone for now. That doesn't mean that they're gone forever. And I think, don't be surprised, I'm going to put it out here on the show, don't be surprised, shortly after this you're going to hear Jessica Jones as well. The same thing, because there was no announcement for a renewal for that as well. The moment all these shows ends, no announcement for a renewal. Daredevil's been out now for um, a few days. No announcement for a renewal. Hold your horses. Let's see what happens. Let's play it out. But, oh, but I think it just makes too much sense, Disney, having their own streaming service next year and these shows, the timing of these shows not being renewed or, as people are putting headlines, canceled. Yeah. Well, the, the in would have to see what the initial agreement with Netflix was. And um, I'm not... I, I don't know the details. I don't know if it was a, you know, this was an in perpetuity deal until canceled or until or not renewed, um, which could have been the case. Um, it, but and yeah, we haven't heard anything about Daredevil or Jessica Jones uh, for that matter. But what's interesting, Joel, do you think this would be that this series will be rebooted in the new service or will they carry over? Okay, I would refer to it as a soft reboot, which I, I don't like to use that terminology, honestly, but for this, I think it, it matters. Fans have been clamoring for a Heroes for Hire series. I believe that they would relaunch them, in essence, with a Heroes for Hire. Um, yes, their origins have already been explained, but kind of giving them a soft reboot, in a sense, with the same actors, or maybe different, but pro more than likely, I believe, the same actors, because I don't think they, they weren't happy with them. Um, but yeah, I could see a soft reboot situation. I also could see a Daughters of the Dragon um, being brought in as well with how strong that was in between both Luke Cage and Iron Fist. So they might spin it out differently rather than just having these singular shows, but all these characters coming back in some type of fashion on, on uh, the new Disney streaming. Yeah, uh, I think that they, they, they were the two weakest of the, uh, uh, of the uh, Marvel, Marvel Netflix shows. And not, and not, not, being the weakest doesn't mean that they're bad, right? Because I, but like I said, I, I, I actually struggled quite a bit to finish uh, the first season of Iron Fist. Uh, I haven't gotten started with um, with season two. I got too much uh, on my plate right now. So whenever I get a chance, I'll watch that. But it's it's interesting, and I think what ideally Netflix would have done with these two properties is basically not have them uh, sit as two separate properties and, and, and I would have taken both Luke Cage and Iron Fist and made a one series, you know, Luke Cage and Iron Fist have like a buddy thing going on because that, that was alluded uh, with Defenders and I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, Maybe we'll uh, see it with yeah, a well, new series. I mean, so. I, mean I, know you, I know you didn't watch the second season of Luke Cage, but there was a, a few episodes that 
with spoiler alert, but Iron Fist is in there for a few episodes of them kind of teaming up. So you did get a little bit of that flavor there. So I yeah. know I know that's where people were thinking of that Heroes for Hire, Daughters of the Dragon kind of comparison. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I would have I would have liked to seen that, but you know at the same time, it's like I haven't even seen season one of Luke Cage, so. It's it, it, I can I can understand the you know the decision from uh, the part of Netflix on uh, moving on from these two properties. Uh, I just think that the you know buzz overall and social media buzz wasn't great for both shows. It was okay. Uh, they were well received, but they didn't set, set the world on fire like Daredevil did, and and even Jessica Jones did. You know at least on the first season. This second season has been very quiet. Like there hasn't been a lot of buzz around it. Um, and again, I haven't gone back. I haven't watched season two. Jessica Jones season one was great, um, but it, I think this Marvel shows could be ten episodes long. I know that they they really like to go for that thirteen. They sometimes seem to stretch it a lot, uh, but uh, we'll see where they end up. And um, I know that Disney is really making uh the case for that service um uh, quite a bit um they're really putting a lot of money behind it and they really want to come in as uh, as a as a competitor and like we've mentioned before you know whenever disney is in something they're in it to win it absolutely and 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 (laughs) when the moment that disney got the rights back to daredevil because remember that wasn't something that disney had all along with that initial marvel deal that was something that they got a little later on. So the moment they got him back, everyone thought they were going to put him in a movie right away or whatever. They had plans for this this separate, you know, um, Netflix at the time. Um, but I, I definitely like you have to understand if 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 Marvel negotiated Disney Marvel negotiated this deal with Netflix initially, there is no way on God's green earth that they put it where they sold these rights over to Netflix. It's a sh- it, 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 they, well, these, are, it's, these properties mm-hmm. all belong to Disney. So with that understanding, with us being cognizant of those facts, they easily can pull their properties um, as well. And so I think I think there's a lot of uh, misdirection going on here. It's similar to the, the – do- if you're familiar with the Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch misdirection going on with Star Wars at the time that was going on. I could see I, – I, you know, you see how this business moves enough. I, I'm telling you guys, look out for it. You heard it first here on the show. It's a bold statement, but uh, I'm 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 expecting of this over the next year. You're confident. You're confident. In that. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Again, we'll see what happens to these properties. Um, I am very curious about that a streaming service, Joel. Um, uh, again, I think this is it's shaping up to be one of those things that it comes out and you just. Just subscribe to it. It's going to be revolutionary, assuming that everything hits off. I mean, like, we're talking as fans of superhero stuff and Star Wars and whatever, but you've got, like, kids are going to be watching for this new High School Musical TV series that's going to be on. They're like, there's going to be so many people that are going to be drawn in. It's going to set the internet on fire. Yeah, plus all the properties. I don't know how, um, again, I don't know the uh, the ins and outs of their contract with Netflix, but they do have a lot of their properties. And a lot of the movies they, on Netflix. They, so they already yeah. announced their Marvel films are being pulled from the Netflix. Yeah, they well, said they up, said so. that um, they said that um, uh, Ant Man is going to be the last one. After that, uh, yep. there's not no no more Marvel movies coming to Netflix. It's happening, yeah. bro. It's happening. Yeah, yeah, it is. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, 
quite curious about that. Uh, but Joe, we got some news from DC. There's uh, some signs of life uh, of sorts uh, over on the DC side. Uh, not not great news though. So uh, Joel Wonder Woman, we've uh, we've said it here in the show. Uh, it's a pretty decent movie. She, uh, uh, in my opinion, single handedly saved the the DCEU or whatever they're calling it universes of DC or worlds of DC worlds or, of DC yeah um so yeah Wonder Woman 84 we were uh both looking forward to that movie and now it has been delayed for uh quite a long time absolutely 7 months guys 7 months from uh December supposed to be or the November I think of next year being moved all the way off to June of 2020, I like the the time actually of when it's coming out. I, that I'm gonna be. I think that's the that's the biggest positive. The first movie came out the first week of June, and I thought that was a really nice place to put your flag down. Marvel has always put the flag down uh, in May on Comic Book Day. That's always been a Marvel movie, typically an Avengers movie, but always a Marvel movie in general coming out on, on Comic Book Day. So I think that that Marvel put that flag down is going to be there forever. But I think June is a great time in the summer to have uh, a DC movie because Marvel doesn't typically release movies, and it's usually May and July, November. Uh, so I think it's a great time wise. The the details behind this, it's it's too soon to say. Like, there's not been en- enough leaks about what's going on here, except that you can only imagine that they 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 needed a, a lot of reshoots. You know, that seven months is a long time. But also realizing Gal Gadot is a very busy woman right now in the industry. Her schedule um, is not is not allowing her to to do much stuff sooner. Apparently for reshoots, so they have to give themselves enough time to put this movie together and. With all due respect, with what just happened with Henry Cavill and his departure, they better keep their talent happy so they'll work around her schedule because they can't afford to lose Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. So, some interesting stuff there. Yeah, I have another theory, Joe. Um, they found out what day Episode Nine is coming out, and they and they got out of well, the way. Episode Nine's already been put out. That that was already gonna be Christmas of next year. Yeah, but but not but now uh, no specific date on it. So yeah. If, well, they, it, I think this yeah. was going to be. They already had moved this to November. I think a month. Oh, before. they moved to November. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So yeah, I was thinking. Was I, I was thinking. I was like, maybe they're trying to move away from Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Which I mean it would make sense. Like any any movie would definitely try to stay away from uh, either Star Wars or, or Avengers. It's like just just might as well just delay your movie two months or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or you know, it, it, but, it would not. It would not make sense. But Obed, think about it. Next year, there is no DC films that are going to come out. Wonder Woman was the one movie on the slate. They they moved to a one movie a year thing from oh having trying to have two. They moved to one movie a year. They have Aquaman coming out this year. There is no DC movies in the canon for next year. We're going to wait a whole year. I didn't realize that. That's crazy. I didn't realize that, man. Warner, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, wild. Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, next year, um, what, what is it this year that that it's the uh, the only uh, year since um, Iron Man won? What that was? What two thousand eight? Two thousand eight. Yeah, it's that that we're only getting two Marvel movies. So we got we got Avengers and Ant Man, right? And that was it. Oh, Black uh, Panther came we had out. Bla- this year. Yeah, we had three. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Bla- three. they moved to three. Um, we're gonna have three again next year. They're yeah. 
probably going to end up moving now to four now with the X-Men characters coming in. That's been summarized for a while. Basically having a movie every quarter of the year. That's just yeah they're, they're hitting it they're they're hitting it and um um there was a there was another movie schedule for disney that got leaked uh that was pretty crazy uh, i don't know if you get a chance to see it uh all this uh, like like secret projects and unannounced movies that already have release dates oh yeah and it's it's nuts man uh next year next year's gonna be next year's gonna be criminal man with all those games coming out the first four three months of the year four months of the year right uh, movies coming out since you know starting with Captain Marvel comes out what March right yes yep so March May July um, all this other Disney stuff that's coming out Aladdin Lion King that still doesn't have a date uh, man it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy yep, but a, no DC no DC oh okay come to DC. think of that yeah I just realized that man I'm I'm sorry yeah, it's not, not the news I want to hear. I, I, want to I, know, I wanted Wonder Woman next year, I, and I was hoping it, the following year we'd have the Birds of Prey. Yeah, I've said it multiple times. I want DC to succeed. So, uh, well, you know, that's unfortunate. Uh, but speaking of delays, Joel, uh, Days Gone, it is the um, only game that is exclusive to PlayStation that has been confirmed to have a date for next year, and that game has been delayed for about two months uh, so it was scheduled to come out, uh, I believe it was third week in February. Uh, it was coming out the same week as this this game that I think it's canceled uh, for Xbox Crackdown. Yep, I, I think that I don't I don't think that thing's ever coming out. We're not shocked. Um, so so they actually moved the date um, from February to April to uh, quote you know work on additional polish on the game, uh, which is fine. You know uh, a. a a delayed game can eventually be good. A, uh, uh, you know, rushed game can, uh, can be terrible forever. That's what Miyamoto said. So I'm a, I'm a strong believer in that. I, I don't get upset when games get delayed because I know, um, what goes on behind the scenes and all the work that goes into, uh, making a video game. So that to me, uh, doesn't, um, affect me personally. Uh, uh also Dave's gone is not a game that I'm particularly excited about. It's, it looks okay. It looks like it's going to be good, but um, it doesn't move my needle. Uh, there's already a lot of games that are coming out early next year that uh, are doing that. You know, Kingdom Hearts, Resident Evil, Devil May Cry, and Sekiro, and all this stuff coming out early next year. So, uh, but yeah, Joel, what do you think about that? That's it's really not that bad of a delay. I'm being honest, two months is is not it's not terrible. Uh, also, realizing the the nature of People's schedule getting closer to the summertime. You know, it, it, it might actually work out all around just for obviously both. It's going to work out for sure for the developers, but um, also maybe for the consumer. I mean, you're saying it's, it's a busy, crowded market. Yep. The only thing is that the game was supposed to come out originally, net, like I think next week. It was like the first week in November. Yeah. And and it got moved to February and now it got moved again. to April. Yeah. yeah. So that doesn't, that doesn't bode necessarily well when it comes to like uh, two delays like that. Although the same thing happened to Uncharted, and we know that Uncharted Four, and, and we know it's a Phenomenal. freaking masterpiece. I love it. So yeah, it, it may it may not be anything. It not may just be Uncharted. <laughs> no, no, it's not gonna be Uncharted, but it's it's not gonna be. Um, but but it's not gonna be uh, you know mediocre. I don't think this game's gonna be mediocre. I think it's gonna be okay. 
Same. Um, same. This is going to be in the uh, you know la high 70s, mid 80s sort of range for reviews. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's going to set the world on fire, but uh, it'll do okay. And it'll sell well, of course. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, these guys have been working on this game for a very, very long time. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. We've waited this long. We can keep waiting. Yeah, and there's and there's and it's not like there's a a shortage of uh, games <laughs> of games and, no. and and things to play because uh, um, it's quite the contrary. <laughs> um, but Joe, we've talked about EA again uh, on on this program quite a few times, and we were very critical when uh, the loot box debacle happened with Battlefront Two when Amy Hennig around announced that she was leaving EA. And now, Joel, this week we got uh, news that uh, Assassin's Creed co-creator Jade Raymond, who joined EA to work on that game that Amy Hennig was um, was working on, um, also left EA. Uh-oh. So, uh, Joel, trouble at EA. Um, they, they lost confidence on single-player games, or this, they're still saying single-player games are dead, and we're going to talk about that in a second when we talk about MPD numbers for September. But, man, um, talk about not keeping their fans happy, dude. Not at all. That's it's. I smell blood in the water, man, and I feel bad because EA is one of those people, like, they used to be the guys. They used to be up there for a time, but Obed, I, I, <laughs> I'm seeing some some stuff going on there. So I'm, I'm hopeful they can, uh, from a sense of their creative, creatively, they can, they can get some some things in perspective. Because I don't want to see bad news for them. Oh, absolutely not, absolutely not. And um, speaking of bad news for them, um, you know, having Jade Raymond, which is you know. A, Top talent. That's like Absolutely. top tier. That's top tier talent in the industry, uh, and and also Emmy Hennig. That's, they're 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 like two elite. Uh, I would say right now they're probably the top two female uh, game developers. If you want to, you know, Absolutely. say that because yeah. they're just you know uh, uh, Jade being a studio head, co-creator of a gigantic series, um, you know, one of your personal favorites. And um and and you got Amy Henning, which is you know a fantastic story writer and uh and, and you know director if you if you want to call it you know story director, um uh, oh man uh dude EA I don't I really have no clue what they're doing at this point uh, I don't know if you saw that they said today that um, Battlefield um, five is which was delayed a month will not have uh, their battle royale mode uh, until April of next year. So it's not going to be available on release. Meanwhile, Call of Duty is still going crazy and, and doing great numbers. And, uh, you know, critics and uh, gamers alike are, are praising the game and, and saying that the game's fantastic. So, um, man, I, I, I really feel that there's, there's really, um, there's real trouble at EA. Um, it would surprise me that um, I. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me that they finish this Star Wars project they're working on, and, I've, and that's it. And then after that, um, uh, Lucasfilm decides to pull the license, yeah, yeah, and 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 give the license to someone else. Uh, the, uh, 
again, having Spider-Man be a gigantic success for Sony, uh, both critically and financially, absolutely uh, proves that the single-player games are not dead. God of War. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that near near got uh, near Automata got um, nominated as best Xbox Xbox game of the year. It's like, it's like I mean, it, it to me it's like game of the generation, right? But but it got, it got Xbox though. Yeah, because it came out for Xbox this year. Okay, uh, okay. So it came out like like a year like a year later or a year and a half later. Um, so, <laughs> uh, single single player games, dude. They they're delivering. Uh, they are not dead. They're not even close to dead. They're not even on life support. No, absolutely not. Final <laughs> Fantasy, Final Fantasy fifteen, which was a, a, a very polarizing game, uh, sold very very well. Uh, and Square Enix is saying is that, that they're still selling a lot because the game has been on sale a lot on PSN. Uh, they released that uh, Royal Edition with all the DLC and expansions included. Um, I was one of the people that bought the Deluxe Edition and ended up buying the Season Pass. Plus the uh, Royal uh, update, you know, there's single player games, dude, to me are that that's my jam, right? That's that's what I really love about games is uh, single player story driven experiences. Uh, I love my competitive gaming. I love my fighting games. I love my shooters. But um, but that's uh, that's that's where my heart is, is in that uh, single player story driven uh, adventure, action adventure thing. So uh, EA, I have no clue what they're doing, man. Um, I, I hope that Battlefield Five reviews well, um, but at the same time, um, I I don't want it to review well because then then we we could have a big shakeup at EA, which is what I think it needs. Um, I think it just needs to to be uh, to be shaken up. And people needs to be moved, and um, and shareholders need to realize that uh, the company's not moving in the right direction. So uh, that's my opinion on that. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, like we were saying, Joe, um, MPD numbers for um, September are out, and uh, yeah, man, uh, Spider Man is the uh, the the biggest selling. PlayStation exclusive in the history of PlayStation, and that's confirmed by um, by NPD. So again, setting the charts on fire. Uh, the game still so, uh, selling really well. Uh, PlayStation Four was the um, uh, the top selling piece of hardware last month. Shocker, uh, shocker again, right? Although uh, there was uh, an improvement on Xbox, uh, not too nothing too crazy. Uh, it could have been that uh, that um, bundle that they were having. Remember that that bundle that we talked about? What was it called the uh, Xbox Pass or whatever? That yep, you the pay, Games Pass. Yep. Yeah, you pay that monthly fee or fifty, forty. Was it twenty five or forty bucks a month for the Xbox with the uh, Game Game Pass and uh, Xbox Live for like two years? Uh, maybe it was because of that. Maybe because uh, you know uh, the the dust is finally settling. Um, but uh, let's go and do the the top ten, Joel, for um, for the month of September, and that is uh, Spider Man at number one, NBA Two K nineteen at number two, Assassin's Creed Odyssey at number three, and Assassin's Creed came out pretty late, so uh, I'm 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 
quite surprised to see at number three uh, um, just coming out uh, at the very end of the month. Uh, so it, that, that means it's performing really well. Uh, FIFA 19, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, NFL 19, Madden, of course. Uh, Forza at number seven, Forza Horizon 4, which uh, is the best-selling Forza game um, to date. So that was also a, uh, a record month for for Forza, so something to celebrate for the Xbox guys right there. Uh, Destiny 2, number 8, Super Mario Party at number 9, and NHL 19 at number 10. So, uh, very interesting stuff on that top 10. Um, we see, of course, his sports season. So, uh, oh, yeah. so we see all the sports games pop up. Yeah, um, Most of them drop off. Uh, I think NBA uh, 2K19 is usually the one that hangs around the top 10 uh, for the entire year. I think the the biggest note to me is prior story we were just talking about multiplayers, right? Oh, but the the biggest multiplayer on this list is probably Destiny Two, and it comes in at eight. You're yeah, gonna, yeah, you're gonna tell me single players are dying? Yeah, well, the thing is that Destiny you have to think about Destiny Two in a different way though, because Destiny Two is it's more of a, a games as a service type of model where uh, Destiny Two you buy the game, but you still keep buying content within Absolutely. the game uh and that's uh destiny 2 was being offered uh free on uh ps plus for yes. for last month as well yes. so um and i know that destiny 2 had a big um expansion come out so a lot of people m most likely are just either buying a bundle or buying uh the game for the uh take advantage of the expansion so uh, could be several things on that one but yeah you're right I mean, other than the sports games and, yeah. uh, of course, Horizon, I wouldn't necessarily consider Horizon to be a big multiplayer thing. It's, you know, of course, has online components and, and whatnot. Just like, but, just like the sports ones do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't consider those like uh, like complete multiplayer experiences like, you right. know, Call of Duty or, uh, you know, Rainbow Six or, or anything like that. So uh, we know that for sure Call of Duty is going to be on next month and, and that's probably going to hang around the top 10 Um for a couple of months. Uh, but yeah, man, um, spider Man's still selling really well uh, to this date because every time I go to, uh, you know, my local Target, I see only a couple copies and uh, there's been a couple of uh, times that I've gone and yeah, and there's no copies. So uh, I just want to go and do the top 10 for uh, the year so far, Joel. Uh, Far Cry 5 at number one. So Far Cry 5 is the, the best-selling game of the year uh so far so that's <laughs> it's very interesting uh, a game that that really had had a, a lot of buzz around it because of you know controversy and whatnot and the political climate you made it up we there just saw that today but um yeah up there uh got a war number two spider-man's on number three with only one month out um monster hunter world at four uh 2k19 at five madden at six grand theft auto five still on the charts man number seven um, Call of Duty, World War II from last year, number 8, number 9, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and number 10, Mario Kart 8 for the Switch. So, yeah. Spider-Man's only been out for how long, and it's number 3 in the year? Yeah, just been out for a month. Uh, that's that's my boy, Spidey. Not, not even a month, because uh, the game came out, what, like three weeks ago? Seriously. So, yeah. So that means that more than likely, Spider-Man, when the when the holidays are, are uh, said and done, uh, it may it may very well be uh, the the number one selling game of the year. 
Um, that's if that's if um, Red Dead Redemption comes in and just does gangbusters, which we'll probably do. Uh, but maybe those would be the top two, you know, uh, between yeah, sure. Spider-Man and uh, and Red Dead. So we'll we'll see um, what comes out of that. Yeah, of course, Red Dead comes out this Friday. That's gonna be huge, Joe. Uh, I think that game's gonna be uh, uh, another uh, another one of those games that reviews very very well everywhere. And um, I know that most gamers are looking forward to that game. Is gonna have a a very robust online component. It's not available. At the time of release, that's coming out later, but uh, but I think that the game's going to do uh, very well, both critically and financially. So absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, we talked about it last week too. I mean, it's 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 going to be, you know, yes, they've have they have their controversy of having people work really really long and hard to get that game out, but uh, it's going to be big. Yeah. yeah, but Joel, that's what I got. If you don't have anything else, man, just uh, take us home. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us here on No Load Time. We always want to extend to you the invitation to be our friend. Go ahead and follow us on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. We also want to make sure you're subscribed to the show so you can always see the latest and greatest of our episodes. You can follow us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Uh, if you're an iTunes subscriber, please throw us a review. We greatly appreciate it. We also want to invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can see our videos and like our videos as well. Also, please feel free to communicate with us. Send in your feedback, questions, comments. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to be trying some new things out here in the future. And as we continue to make changes to the show, we always want to make sure you can have a door to directly communicate with us. So send us uh, any emails to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much, guys, and I look forward to talking to you more on our next episode. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you again next time.